everyone welcome back to the weekly episode of Ag Adventures where we speak with Jasper Button from the uh, Comune of Button on, in Adelaide Hills we will speak with him about uh, natural wines about a new market of natural wines and a little bit about uh, his uh, uh, restaurant in Adelaide Hills enjoy Welcome, Jasper, in uh, Agri Adventures Radio and uh, Tube program. And um, so, uh, could you please tell us a little bit about why did you decide to move into wine production? Well, my uh, my story starts um, in agricultural production, uh, really, from a, from a very young age. So, my my parents um, bought a property with uh, two other families. Uh, in the Adelaide Hills in, in 1992. And uh, they moved um, all together into this uh, property, which is where we live now. Uh, there were three families and they uh, planted together uh, about 14 acres or three, three and a half hectares of uh, vines, Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, with the, uh, with the idea that there would be uh, share farming uh, opportunity um, and the fruit would be sold to uh, to, to wineries uh, in uh, in South Australia so uh, I grew up uh, from the age of uh, 10 the first vineyard was uh, planted now they're sort of 20 uh, 28 years old the oldest vineyards and um, so I've, I've been around the vines uh, my almost my entire life in terms of um, the winery and commune of buttons um, in 2011 I came back from uh, being overseas, traveling, and uh, my, my parents were uh, really finding it very difficult to sell, sell the grapes. And so my sister and I didn't want the farm or the vineyard to, to go backwards and ultimately be pulled out. So we decided that we would uh, make a real effort to try and sell the grapes in the beginning. That same year, we uh, made three barrels of Chardonnay wine by uh, basket pressing the grapes. and we made three barrels of wine. We, uh, we liked the taste of it, but we didn't even know it was real wine. We didn't have any real experience with how, how, to, how wine actually worked, how it looked, how it should uh, taste and feel. You know, we, we liked the taste of it. We were excited that we made it, but we weren't sure if uh, anyone would buy it or anything like that. So, but that, that started, the, that started the, the journey that we found ourselves on uh, all the way to, to today. It's cool. Um, I I had the opportunity to taste one of your wines actually a couple of weeks ago. I have done my one of my online uh, uh, wine testing experience. I am approaching in this period of time a series of uh, natural winemakers and natural wines produced around South Australia, mainly for fun because I I like to explore and find new way of uh, express uh, the grapes and I actually found the strong influence of French wine making at least uh, for the staying on the lees uh, and for mm -hmm. the fermentation in barrel but I suppose mm -hmm. not young obviously and um, and I was questioning myself I say these grapes they will work amazingly also for a, a um, second fermentation in bottle and having a sparkly from the hills. Have you never thought about yes. it? Yes. There was a huge uh -huh. complexity 
and uh, and the match with food it was uh, was amazing like i was coming constantly coming out with new new dishes to match with the chardonnay and um I think that like I had the opportunity, as I said, to taste a couple natural wines. Some of them, they were extreme in terms of flavors, like they were more tasting like fermented juices. But I have to yeah. say that yours uh, it had the print of a natural wine, but also it was approachable from an, a normal, like a person that's never used to, uh, to taste natural wine. So I was really happy about the experience. And by the way, yeah, why cool. did you decide to move in natural wines? It was just uh, because uh, normal process, it came out in natural wines, or it was more so about? Well, actually, the, the, so the first, the first year we made the three barrels of Chardonnay. Um, and then, and then the, the next year we were uh, looking for people to buy uh, buy. Uh, so, unfortunately, uh, Jasper is having a little bit of problems with the internet connection. He is located in other hills, and now we are organizing to uh, keep going with the interview in a better location. Uh, so, what I was asking you, what I said, why did you choose to end into uh, the natural wine world? That, that story, it sort of continues on from... Uh... 2000 and uh, 2011 and fast forward to 2012 um, we were in the process of trying to sell our grapes once again um, and I was cold calling a lot of uh, producers in the area in Adelaide Hills and uh, I got on to a guy called Anton Monclopa from Lucy Margot Vineyards he just came and looked at the, the the grapes and said you know he was interested in buying uh, buying the grapes which was uh, really nice for us um, and he gave me a couple of bottles of wine. And those wines, uh, what was beautiful about them was their, um, see, I had always been told how to enjoy wine. It hadn't naturally come to me to enjoy wine. And these wines I could just really enjoy just for the, I didn't need to be told how to enjoy them, that they were expensive or that there was, uh, you know, that it, or anything. It was just what I thought wine really should be like. Um, you know, juicy, lively, uh, aromatic, uh, you know, and just in the true sense of the word delicious. That was the beginning, that spark of uh, truth, if, if you like. And then, and then from there, we've, um, you know, we, that year we made a little bit more wine with, with that excitement um, behind us. And, uh, you know, the, the, journey, the journey began. You have three uh, actors, right? Three and a half. How, yeah. how yeah. many wine do you produce? Depends, depends on the year. Um, it really depends, but in, you know, in a good year, we would produce uh, three to four wines from our uh, from our vineyards. Um, we're very small production. We like to keep it small. Um, you know, the fermentation vessels that we use are small. We we uh, we are quite uh, hands on, and by that I mean we hand harvest the grapes, and then we if we have to distem the red grapes, we use we do that by hand. You know, we transport uh, those grapes bucket by bucket into into wooden fermenters. Uh, so it's all it's all very small, and so the the wines themselves are never a big volume. So we never make more than about three thousand bottles per uh, per cuvee. We keep it small. Um, we like to make light light red wines, so wines that don't have a lot of uh, extraction and uh, maceration. 
Uh, we pick early, we pick on acidity. We want the wines to be fresh and accessible and easy to drink, particularly the reds. Um, the whites, but I really, I like to get the Chardonnay riper and uh, it's, it holds onto its acidity a lot, uh, a lot more. Um, I, I, I enjoy the mouthful and the textural sort of intensity of uh, rapid, rapid um, white wines. And so having the full expression of, of the grape or of the, of the wine, uh, when, when it's ripe is what we're looking for in our... We, we as a small production of uh, around 30,000 bottles mm -hmm. uh, in, a, in a good year, you know, we, we can quite easily uh, sell, sell those wines. Um, and, you know, it, the market is growing. So people are responding to it, particularly young, young, younger sort of generation of wine drinkers. There is something that people really enjoy about like that, the immediacy of it. It's, it's delicious straight away. You don't have to be told why it's delicious. It's the same experience that I've had uh, all those years ago. Mm -hmm. um, the, the wines themselves often go with uh, interesting food. And, uh, and, and I think having uh, more texture in the wines, it's, it's not about fruit and concentration and, uh, and ripeness. It's, it's about sort of elegance and, and finesse and, uh, and texture. You can also very easily have, uh, you know, natural wines as like an aperitif uh, or, or, or in a bar, like uh, casually, uh, you know, just have a couple of glasses with something. So I have to say that when you were explaining before how you make wine uh, and uh, how you harvest and uh, hand harvest and everything, it was reminding to me what for me, it's a normal wine, like in Italy, uh, uh, because the geography, because the market is made from tiny wineries, majority of the wine producers, they own the vineyard and the, vine and the, and the and vintage is generally done by hands. So you were telling to me, okay, that is, that is what to me is standard, is normal. But in terms of market, yeah. you make me think something that I, something changing and it's going to be uh, in a generation change. And I haven't seen that just in wine, but I saw it also in coffee. I noticed that the young generation, so they are looking to less strong intensity in the flavor. Like coffee, they are looking for um, Arabica coming from a specific region with more citrus, more florals, and uh, less the full round bitter taste of a coffee. And that is the similar thing mm -hmm. in red wine or in wines. Like, the young generation now, they are not looking to the, the full body uh, shirats, uh, 15 or 16 percent. They are looking to going back a little bit on lighter flavors, but with more complexity. That is, that, that is something that I've just realized now while you were saying what you've been saying. Where are you now? Because previous location, it was your house, but now where are you? So now uh, the cellar of the, the Summertown Aristologist, which is our, our cellar door and a, and a small restaurant. Ah, um, okay. And so this, uh, this room I'm in now is actually the, the cellar uh, of the building. It originally was um, a, a butcher, butcher's building in, you know, in, the, in the early uh, 20th century. This is a very old building. So, uh, but we, we, we use this room often for, uh, for uh, storing, storing wines. I don't know if you can see that oh. down the end there. Yeah. But, uh, this is also where we uh, put all of the prosciutto and uh, 
and Coca Cola and uh, other things for uh, for uh, for aging. Yeah. That's it. That's a good storage area. That's it. That's interesting. The restaurant is part of uh, your business or uh, you're working with somebody. Yeah. So, so the restaurant was an idea between Anton and my, uh, and myself and, and actually others along the way, but, uh, Anton and me, so Anton from Loose Smuggler, from the original story, um, we, we ended up putting a restaurant, uh, together with the idea that we could have the food that we enjoyed marrying with the wine that we enjoyed so the wine that we were making a lot of it most of it was going you know to to sydney melbourne uh, you know overseas and actually there was nowhere locally where we could enjoy the wines and uh and and marry the food with with that so um three three years ago now we we decided we were going to uh open open somewhere very simple to eat and uh where you could drink the wines we uh, recruited another guy, Aaron, who was from a restaurant called Arana um, at the time. He was the the the, uh, the restaurant manager there, um, and and we started what we call the Summertown Aristologist. The concept it was the same as the wines that we would source ingredients from uh, artisanal producers, um, and that we would we would uh, you know grow our own vegetables. And we would, you know, just have a small place where the food was real is the is the wine, and we would put put together real, real, real meals that people could enjoy and drink with the wine. Um, that was the original idea, and you know, three or four years later, we've some very talented people cooking for us. Combination of a lot of work, a lot of agricultural work, a lot of intensity, going into uh, these really nice little uh, plates of food, and it's you know, it's really turned into something that we're all very proud of. Now we know that we don't just are going to have a wine experience if we come to visit, but also we can have wine and food experience with something local. Now, we also, um, we ended up selling vegetable boxes from the garden. And uh, the, uh, your wine is possible to purchase from the cellador, it's possible to purchase from a website. Indeed, indeed. So, so the, we, we have a website, yes. We also have uh, the cellador is open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays um, at the Aristologist. And it, we don't want it to be like a traditional cellar door where you just come up and you try wines and you leave. You know, it's, uh, there's the whole experience of eating and drinking and, and bringing people together. That's, uh, that's the idea. And in terms of uh, social medias, can we find a Facebook page, an Instagram page? Instagram, the, the one that we uh, look after the most. Perfect. Okay. I think that everyone that has been following us now knows about a little bit about your story he knows about the wine especially the brothers but the idea of blending all together and having an experience in Adelaide hills uh, thank you very much for this quick interview on uh, ivy adventures and uh, we'll, we'll see you again Hope that you enjoyed this 15 minutes episode of Agri Adventures. Uh, unfortunately, as you have seen, we had a few technical issues. Uh, it was to me a good opportunity to speak with Jasper uh, about his products and learn more about the uh, pathway he has been following to develop those products. So we will see you again next week with another 15 minutes episode on Agri Adventures. Have a good day. Ciao.